Still trying to herd all those ducks into a nice neat row before you get started with your business or project? Maybe you've already started, but your fear is stopping you from up-leveling. Or maybe you've spent your life saying yes to everyone else, but committing to yourself is still on your to-do list. Hi, I'm Claire Barton, and I'm a recovering perfectionist too. Welcome to the show where I share simple, practical, and mindset tips to get you doing work you're passionate about, making the money you want, and spending your time and energy building your dream lifestyle. Welcome to The Recovering Perfectionist, everyone. My name's Claire Riley, and I'm joined today by the lovely Gemma Moore, who is a marketing strategist at Red Spark Communications. Welcome, Gemma. Hey, Claire. Lovely to have you on the show. So Gemma does many, 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 many things in the world of marketing and communications, Um, but I'm super excited that we get to have a bit of a chat today about business awards. Um, It's something that um, I think for a lot of us, it seems like it feels like it's something that's really out there that you have to be absolutely amazing and you have to have been in a very established business and you have to be, you know, tick all the boxes and and all of that sort of thing um, to even start thinking about applying to business awards um, and that sort of thing. So I'm super excited to have a bit of a conversation about what the real deal is in the world of business awards with you today. So welcome. Thank you. So before we get started, Gemma, if you can tell us a bit about you and your biz and your journey and who you are and what you do and all of those sorts of things, that would be fab. And then we'll jump into the business award stuff. Sure. I'm one of those people who is not a born entrepreneur. I'm more of a service provider. So, but I naively, I started my business eight years ago, just celebrated well, I've, I've ticked over into the eight years. And when I started my business eight years ago, I was very, very good at my job and what I did. I was excellent and kind of started my business and naively thought that I was going to be one of those people who made, you know, made their fortune in the first <laughs> in the first year. And the whole business thing really, really shocked me. So that was my biggest learning, I guess. And that's, um, that, you know, just being good at your job or what you do as your career doesn't directly translate into business because there's all those other bits and pieces that go on. But basically, I've come from a, a marketing and communications background. Um, I worked for ABC Radio, worked in um, local government, lots of community organisations, but the common theme was always, how do I communicate what Group A wants to say to Group B? Right. And I was normally that person who connected them. And, and, you know, in business, I still kind of I still kind of do that today. So, yeah, I've been going for eight years, started off teaching people how to use Facebook for business because obviously eight years ago that's when it really started to to take off. And I really enjoyed that aspect of teaching people and helping them, you know, implement things and, and seeing their delight, their surprise when all of a sudden they, you know, they became super busy. We've grown a couple pages here in town in my home city of Geraldton to well over 20,000 people and that's still, that success that they built then is still continuing today. Those people are booked out like quite often. So I love seeing the success for other people. That really, really lights me up. Yay, I can see that. You have a big grin on your face. (laughs) <laughs> that's really awesome I didn't know that about your about your history I know since we've been chatting probably for four years or so there's been um, some different focal points of what you've kind of done from Facebook ads and the awards and all of that sort of thing but I've really really enjoyed um, your information and your name gets bantered around quite a lot in the circles so I know that everyone knows who you are which is really cool 
It is nice. I think that's one of the areas that I probably struggled with the most coming into business as well, other than the businessy stuff, was how do I explain to people what I did and how to focus? And I was constantly getting that advice that you need to niche, you need to niche. And it always felt like whenever I tried to break it down, and that's why I started moving away from Facebook organic content, is because everyone started calling me the Facebook chick. And I, like my ego and, and my heart was telling me that I had so much more to offer. Right. So I would kind of switch directions and yeah. I kept on switching directions and I couldn't, I was never picking up the, that momentum, that consistency, mm. because I was always trying to find, follow other people's rules on how, you know, I was always taking everyone yeah. else's advice yeah. on what I should do. And it's only in the last couple of years since I had my third baby and I've done, well, so much more self-development <laughs> and personal work yeah. that I was like, you know, you know this stuff. You don't have to buy another course. You don't have to be yeah. always externally looking for the, the answer for you. You know what to do. And so now I realise that my one of my greatest strengths is actually that outside strategic perspective mm. because when we're in our business, you know, everything seems really obvious or really hard but if someone comes from the outside and goes oh you just need that that and that and I have that's one area like oh yeah I can do that 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 so now that I've taken on that as more of a more of my perspective it's getting a lot easier and I do that through a number of ways so the Facebook ads and launching um, and the business awards but all of them are about basically helping women figure out what that spark is and hopefully it's something to do with their business and they're making sure that's in their marketing. So yes. making sure that they're showing up with that, not with what the five courses that they purchased, you know, in the last year tell them to or the latest marketing fad or the latest <laughs> launching fad, you know, like we yeah. keep on changing ourselves to fit what everyone else is saying we should do instead of listening to we've got the answers sometimes we need a little bit of help to get them out but we know really um what we need to be talking about how we should be showing up yeah totally agree i've um, done a webinar and a couple of blogs in the last six months or so on the same sort of thing like stop signing up for all the things you know enough it's it's like this procrastination perfectionism thing unless you're focused on growing one area and a freebie pops up or a course pops up that is perfect to answer and to help you get through that change and make the transformation or you do some new implementation or something don't get it right now like when you need it you'll be able to go and find it but we do go in this perpetual like oh I need this and I need to sign up for everything and all, all of that sort of thing when yes of course there's there's a time and a place for that and you know I'm, I'm also a massive fan of outsourcing and getting help and getting the you know people who know what they're doing to help you and that sort of thing but I totally agree it, it does become a bit of a crutch and a bit of a I just need I just need to do this one other thing and rather than going actually just need to get on and do the shit I need to do in order to do you know in order to get to where I, I need to go so yeah couldn't agree more with that so tell I, I, me um, sorry so I was just going to say I know I noticed that whenever I'm going through that you know what we call the wobbles <laughs> and all of a sudden I start signing up to everything like hoping that in one of those things and then just this morning, I'm going, oh, my goodness, what was I doing? Like, delete. I, I know, you know, I know that stuff. I don't need someone else. You know, I don't need to read 100 more documents or watch 100 yeah. more courses in the hope that maybe they've got something that I'm missing mm. because I don't trust myself Yeah, enough. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's when those wobbles, like when those wobbles come up, it's like, oh, someone else must know. Someone else must know <laughs> yeah. instead of just going, okay, 
breathe. You got it. <laughs> we got this. We'll sort it out. And also, like giving yourself the permission to experiment and to fail at something, it's not going to be the end of the world. Even if it does go completely pear shaped because you didn't know as much as you thought you did, then you can go and call it in. But you don't need to necessarily like stop everything and get derailed and pay someone else all the big bucks to learn something else because there'll always be another shiny object, that there'll always be another add on. Whereas, you know, often it is really more just about getting started and putting, throwing your hat in the ring in, in, you know, in whatever space it is. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Awesome. So tell me, how does all of that kind of work with business awards? Because I, I know, I think you and I have had a chat about it ages and ages ago, but I've been following like all of the amazing content that you've been putting out about that. And I have spoken to a few people who've worked with you on their submissions and that sort of thing. And I just think... Oh my gosh, it's such a whirlwind out there. I, I was nominated a couple of, for a couple of awards recently, like last year, I think, and the beginning of the year. And just looking at the application form was enough to make me go, nah, can't be bothered, too hard basket. Thanks for the nomination, but it stops here for me. So tell me about that. Let's just, I'm just going to hand over to you to just have a bit of a rant about business awards and, and women in business especially? The thing is where to start, right? But <laughs> the thing, the, the area where I guess my first introduction was to awards was actually back in ABC Radio because the award winners or the award finalists were quite, quite often the people that we would be speaking to on the radio. They're the people we'd be interviewing. And once we interview those people, if they're good talent, then they became, you know, they, they went on our roster as people we would reach out for talent whenever there was a story in that in that area so that's when I first you know became aware of it but it also became really um obvious at that time as well that women were holding themselves back like if they ever won the awards then it was like oh my god like I didn't think I had any you know any chance so if we look at that kind of masculine and feminine way of looking at things um you know, guys, and someone put this in a really good way for job job interviews, and I really like it. Like, if guys see the selection criteria on a job and they can do one, they'll go for it. They'll go, yep, I'll give it a go. Meanwhile, we as women will make sure we tick off every essential criteria and all of the desirable before we even consider actually putting in an application. Yeah. And it can, you know, it's directly transferred to business awards as well, right? Because we have this thing in our head that to enter a business award, we have to be the perfect woman, not only in the business, but at home as well, mm -hmm. and have the perfect business that is making heaps of money, you know, is absolutely stand out at what we do. Mm -hmm. And the honest truth is, is that there's no perfect business and there's no perfect business woman. So why are we waiting until, you know, waiting until we're ready or waiting until we've done more or waiting until we're successful when where we are right now is the perfect spot and it's exactly where we are meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I know it's really easy to say, but that has taken me eight years to fully yeah. <laughs> accept <laughs> from the person who thought they were going to be that, you know, overnight success when they first started. Now I appreciate all of the, those hard spots, all those things that didn't go right because I know I needed to go through all of that and to learn all of that to help the people I'm helping now, to have that really holistic overview outside perspective. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think there isn't a, a business award for everyone, every single person to enter as far as I'm concerned because it's not just about winning, pretend my water bottle is the trophy. It's not about, you know, standing up on the stage and holding the trophy and thanking everyone. It's so much more than that because it's, it's a chance to look at where you started, where you are now and where you're going. 
it's a chance to take a step back from your business and actually, you know, celebrate what you've achieved. So I had to, um, I had to kind of, you know, put my money where my mouth was as well, because I was out there telling all my clients or telling everyone who would listen, Hey, you got to enter business awards. And I realized that I hadn't. And and so I went, okay, to, I actually made it quite public. I'm putting my, I'm doing this. I'm not just telling you guys that you need to, I'm putting myself out there. I said, and I feel awful. Like this is really uncomfortable for me. And I struggled through the application process. It was really hard. It, it brought up so many, you know, ick moments. Oh, I haven't done that still. I plan to do that or my money or, oh my God, I've got to show my financials to all these strangers, you know, people in my town who I wasn't, you know, necessarily comfortable with. And so seriously, pressing the submit button was the most uncomfortable thing I think I've ever done in my life. But when I then read back and thought about the process I had been through, I realised that if I was just measuring myself from financial, like the financial point of view, yeah, maybe I hadn't ticked off that box. But if I measured myself and my business about the number of people I've helped and the impact I've had on businesses, like I can look back at businesses who would, who would possibly not be around today because of my, without my impact. And when you think about it in the terms of that, then I have been successful and I've been raising three girls. I've been supporting my husband in his in his job, you know, I, I lost my brother in the same year. So there was all these things. I'm like, and I'm, I still, I still achieved all of these things to help people. So for me, it was like, wow, this was really important for me to do. It was about so much more than winning. You know, I became a finalist, which was really lovely and didn't win, mm. which is okay. And it's a bit hard. You know, you go through that a little bit, oh, didn't win. But overall, the process um, was so, so important. And it's not just about that as well. It's about what you can do afterwards. So once you've, you know, taken that chance to review your business, you can also use it for marketing, even if you don't win. And I think that's an area that we, mm. we kind of fall down. We kind of get disappointed. Oh, I, you know, there's a, another award that I was a finalist in years ago. And I kind of thought as soon as I didn't win that, that was the end. And now I look back and go, oh, I missed all of these opportunities to connect with people because sure. I was only focused on that one outcome. Yeah. other than the, all the other outcomes where I had been successful. Interesting. It is such an interesting thing. Like, like you said, I think it's um, any opportunity and, and, you know, it's easy, it's easy to do it for other people when you can kind of come in and see what's, you know, what they've achieved. And I have this conversation with people quite often when they um, put something out or they do a blog or they do some sort of bio or something and I'll have a look over it. And I'm like, God, you haven't even mentioned X, Y, Z. And, you know, all the things that are sort of top of mind for your audience that we as, you know, as the person who's delivering it, it's sort of just the run of the mill. It's how we do things. But it's some of those things that actually stand out um, for our audience, what we forget to tell people about, right? And so when we come to do things like business award submissions or even writing a bio for going on podcasts or whatever, it can feel really yucky talking about yourself and trying to bring up all of that stuff. And, you know, it, there's such a missed opportunity, I think, for all of us in that celebration and reward and reflection sort of thing. And hopefully, you know, at this time of year, we're recording this in mid-November, um, but at this time of year, it's a really beautiful time to, for people to start taking a bit of stock in what they've actually achieved in the previous year, if not from, the, you know, now until the beginning of their business and that sort of thing. Um, but there's not very many opportunities where we give ourselves to do that. So, you know, I can totally see why doing the business award sort of thing um, can be really cool. And something that I've often wondered about 
um, with business awards is, um, like I said, I had a look through some of the questions on um, a couple of um, awards that I was nominated for and it was so overwhelming. But I also, you know, they were sort of percolating in the back of my head for several weeks afterwards going, how would I answer that question? And I didn't end up actually applying. I didn't end up putting the submission in. Now that I'm talking to you, I'm like, I totally should have done that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it does definitely bring up some stuff. Um, good, the good, the bad and the ugly, because it's hard to, it can be really hard to celebrate all of those things. But then I think like, like you've touched on, um, I used to work in recruitment as well. And it was a very known, well-known fact that men would, I think they had to, um, back then I remember a statistic, something like men had to feel like they could fulfill something like 10% of the job. Um, selection criteria to apply whereas women was 85% and above or something like that so you know it's totally like that and if you pull everything else into it it's not you're not just running a business no matter how successful it is you're also doing all of the other life stuff and your families and homes and relationships and you know all of that sort of thing as well so yeah I really like the opportunity to even just take stock even if it's not for like you said not to win the thing it's actually a really beautiful opportunity to kind of all of that stuff together and um, get a bit of a reality check of, of what you have achieved. Yeah, the interview process. Um, so that's where my ABC, <clears throat> my ABC radio and journalism skills really come in. And it's because of that, because sometimes we'll read questions and we're like, oh, what does that mean? And we'll, you know, might put a few sentences. So then I just keep on digging. The same as I would normally have to do in an interview, you know, in an interview situation, just keep on asking the questions until we do get those, like those gold nuggets, um, the things that do make them different because it's the things that make you different, especially in business awards or and how you're able to infuse that submission with your spark and your story that will, you know, get the, you know, encourage the judges to, to really take an interest and, our marketplace, if we consider social media and, and everywhere we deal with at the moment, there's so much information, so much noise. And even if you were doing really well on Facebook or Instagram organically at the moment, which is still possible, you're still competing against so many things in the news feed. And for me now, I'm thinking I, I really see business awards as that way to like really stand out. Mm -hmm. It's another opportunity for us to get, you know, increased visibility and reach for our business while also building your your authority, I'm not a great fan of authority, but, you know, build your leadership your in whatever area. Yeah. yeah, build your profile. So, yeah, and if you're really, depending on which award you're going for, you can actually break down that submission then to um, for your marketing going forward So as content. Yeah. So that's another, so quite often people go, oh, it's, you know, that's a lot of time and energy. And yes, it is, but you get so many different benefits. And then you can be really smart about what you do with once you've gathered yep. that information yeah yeah so no there's one of the um one of the um awards and they said straight up this will take you between 15 and 25 hours to to collate and to submit and i'm like uh and i looked at you know getting someone to do it for me and that just wasn't quite you know what i wanted to do and then i thought okay i'll definitely do it and then the closer it got i was just running out of time and time and time and just going i just can't squeeze this in but it was definitely a deterrent even though I know that I would be able to reuse that and I'm really good at doing the repurposing of content and that sort of thing and all the other benefits but for some reason everything else still sort of took priority so what are your sort of tips for people in that sort of position whether they're um, someone else has nominated them or they've nominated themselves getting over that first part of actually doing that really in-depth um, meaningful 
quality kind of submission and pulling all of those that, those bits of information like do you recommend pulling stuff together throughout the year and then having a pool of stuff to grab from to do submissions or what's your what like what what are your tips for kind of getting over that hurdle of going I don't have time to do this right now so definitely obviously one of the, that that one that you're probably referring to is the you know either the Telstra or the Telstra women's business one and that is you know it is it's a monster um, but attached with that the benefits their publicity their recognition to go with that uh, is huge as well like even becoming a finalist in that has you know real dollar value but what you can do to start with as well so normally if people are starting out and unsure I would say you know make that part of your plan but make do a few others so you get into the you know almost into the swing of entering and what's expected in awards first um, and then you can start like you're collating stuff then but some of the things that people often forget about is collecting things like images I know that for us who are on social media all the time, we're a little bit better at it, but a lot of our other businesses um, forget to take photos of them in, you know, the workplace and then all of a sudden, you know, they use stock photos and everything they do. So, you know, just gathering images that can support their application, have another file for testimonials or media articles. So anything that demonstrates or can be a supportive evidence of what they do, that's one of the areas that people really seem to struggle with. Um, because you're, they get so focused on the the written, just the written answering the questions that the support, supporting evidence quite often gets forgotten about. So, and that's one thing that you can actually put in, create a, you know, whether it's a brag file or however you guys like to have your stuff um, organised. I'm not the greatest, <laughs> I'm a great organiser in my mind, but then I don't implement. So, you know, whatever, somewhere where you can go to and you go, you know that you've got access to images, testimonials, um, you know, reference letters, whatever it may be. And that's one area that can take a lot of time. But also think it, you'll start to see similarities in some yeah. of the applications. So it definitely goes, you know, your current, you know, there will always be a question in every single award, I think, which will be a basically a summary of your business. Mm -hmm. So you want to keep on, you know, that's more than just your buy, more than you want to keep on working on that. You know, whenever something comes to mind or something that you're saying to clients all the time, like make sure you're capturing that stuff that, that you go, oh, I really hammered that. Or when you're on a podcast interview and, you know, when someone else is interviewing you because you're on the, on the fly, you seem to say stuff that's, and you go, oh, that was really good. I need to make sure that I capture that and, and put it. Yeah. Um, yeah, listing things like podcasts, you know, guesting on podcasts yeah. or, writing guest posts and things like that. But also, yeah, um, Telstra, for example, will have a list of some of the types of areas of questions mm -hmm. and you can normally get a hold of previous year's um, examples. The big ones don't tend to change their submissions yep. very often. So you can start to jot down jot points. But mm -hmm. sometimes it is really useful just to have someone come from the outside and ask you some of yeah. those questions yeah. um, because, as you said, like, Talking about ourselves is really, really super hard and we forget that some of the stuff that we're doing is actually quite unique and different and it's those things. It's how we do business different and I think that was Telstra's um, little tagline the last couple of awards, like how do you do business differently or how do you unbusiness? Yeah, That's going to be the thing that interests judges. It's not about all being the same. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's so interesting and I think there's a real... Um, 
a really obviously massive benefit to, like you said, working with someone who, whether it's, you know, someone like yourself who specializes in this or someone who's like one of your most amazing clients who will tell you how amazing you are and remind you of all the things that you've probably forgotten about to include or a biz bestie or a coach of some sort and that sort of thing. Um, and, um, you know, I, when I worked in, um, in HR and when I worked at, um, in business management in retail, especially we had to, had to do these reviews, um, like, um, what do you call them? Performance reviews every six months, I think on the entire team in some of the places I worked in. And one thing I always encourage my team to do, which is probably really good advice for me to start taking myself is to spend a little bit of time at the end of every month or every fortnight or every three months, whatever is kind of doable jotting down what sort of things have you achieved, what were you, what, what worked, what didn't work, all of that sort of thing. So that when it comes, you know, when it's like when you've worked in corporate or whatever and, and you'd basically have to tell them how amazing you'd been for the last 12 months and you're like, I don't know, I can remember the last 30 days, but beyond that. But you forget some of these really big um, achievements or these big projects or these big kind of, you know, breakthroughs that you'd had because they were 12 months ago. So, um, yeah, maybe something like that would be kind of cool just to include that in your end of month processes to kind of jot down some of the, like, how many people did you work with and what were your, you know, I'm a big fan of, of reporting on things like your social numbers and your content, but largely so you can see what impact your content is having on your bottom line and that sort of thing. But you can track anything really. And if that becomes part of that sort of process, then maybe that kind of makes it easier when it comes to um, pulling all of that sort of information together as well, right? Yep. And just um, being aware of when the awards that you want to enter are opening and closing and making sure that you actually build that time into your, into your day, because that's where I was constantly coming. It's obviously an education process for people who have never thought of, of awards or don't think they're ready for me to constantly go, oh, awards. And they go, oh, I just saw something and it closes. The amount of people have had come to me in the last, in, in the week before the yeah missions close like oh I need something and I'm like <laughs> oh my lord and you know sometimes I'll do that and sometimes I'll help but then afterwards I always go oh I wish I had a couple of more weeks just yes. to make sure you know it's the same as anything we can all work to deadlines mm. but how much better would it be if we had a couple of more weeks sure. like another you know another run over another chance for our clients so yeah. um and then the other thing people would go oh this person just got, you know, I just saw they were finalists. I didn't even know the awards were open. Right. So yeah. I, was, I was constantly getting that feedback. So I created an awards calendar. Awesome. Which I try and keep updated um, every month. So people, to encourage women, you know, to make it easier for women to step forward and say, okay, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a go and just have it in, you know, having it front of mind instead of not even thinking about it. And then when you're nominated going, Oh, yeah. what do I do now? Ah, exactly. you know? So it becomes more of a strategic thing rather than an e-jerk. Oh, I better do this, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for some people now what um, we're doing is actually planning out their year. So in, mm. that's their major marketing kind of strategy is cool. yeah. what outcomes do we want? And then we find the awards to fit those. Wow. And yeah. then they know exactly throughout the year what we've got to what's got to be achieved to, to make oh, those things so happen. Dreamy. That sounds so good. So is there, a, is there an ideal place to start? Because I know even with some of these awards, you have to pay to enter or to submit your, um, your application and that sort of thing. Are you better off to start off with some of the smaller awards or go straight for the big fish? Or is there kind of a right or wrong or is it different for everybody? I think it's um, a lot of, it's interesting and 
and I think we've touched on this already, a lot of it's about how ready we are personally. Mm. Like how, where is our confidence level at? Where is our capacity yeah. at? So for most people, they definitely feel more comfortable. Um, I always say if you're really super unsure, start with something like your local. Sorry, hang on a sec. You recording? Um, so if you're unsure of where to start for awards, it really depends. Um, one really one place I normally suggest people to start if they're a little bit unsure of what to do is most um, local chambers, business organisations will have all local shires, local governments yeah. will have their own local business awards. And the benefit of that, I guess, is that it's a small, the applications are, you know, fair. They might be around 2,000 to 3,000 words, so not completely overwhelming and it's a really good chance especially I think for us online people mm. to remind our local community about you know introduce them to what what we do sure so that one those local ones can be quite good to start mm. with there's also earlier on you mentioned um, about awards that cost money so my take on awards that cost money is you have to be aware of why awards programs have been created and like everyone else, there are awards programs which have been created specifically just to raise revenue. They might not cost you any money to enter, but they may expect or demand, have a requirement that you then attend the gala dinner, which may be, you know, $200 a ticket, you know, just to be, just to have a chance to win. So look, everything we do, um, we've even got international awards that cost money to enter. So I think the thing that you need to think about is, you know, if it costs four or $500, what kind of publicity, what kind of recognition, how smart can we be after we, you know, um, invest in right. awards and are we going to make our money, you know, back? Maybe yeah. not short term but in the long term. So yes. I think take those kind of those things on. So but there's also things obviously the Osmopreneur are growing in um, recognition. That's actually a really small um, application process it's quite easy but then they have an interview process so all awards programs a little bit different and obviously then you've got industry awards so you've got some awards that are just about customer service that might be about for rural women there are lots of different types of things but it's about figuring out what do you want to achieve like so what are your objectives for um, being part of an awards program sometimes it's to as a thank you for your staff you know, as a recognition to yourself. So think about what do you want to achieve and then start looking for awards that can help you get that. If it's, you know, to get out on the state and national stage, then things like the Telstra Business Awards might be a goer for you. But it's a definitely a good idea to work your way through some other awards submission just so you're not starting from scratch because obviously not doing an award to doing the Telstra one it's a huge leap. Like yes. it's not it's not yeah. it's not not doable. But it's a big way for your confidence jump. and your knowledge yeah. to jump in one kind of um, one, one way. Yeah. Awesome. No, I really like the sound of that, going like having a look at the smaller ones. And I know you're going to share with us your, um, um, your freebie about the, um, the list of all of the awards and that sort of thing. Because I think, like you said, the, the two that spring to mind always is obviously the Telstra Women's Business and the Osmopreneur ones. And I'm sure there are thousands of other ones but they're not front of mind. But I know like, there's so many business groups around even just my local area, which uh, I mean, our local area has something like 30, over 30% of households have a business running from them in our suburb, which is mind-blowing. So there's got to be some of that sort of stuff going on out here. 
Um, and like you said, I think, you know, anything that can kind of help you get over the hump of doing the first one. And then, you know, the first one of anything kind of always feels like the hardest, scariest thing. But at least if you can work your way up and, you know, if it's a free submission or if it's something that doesn't take 25 hours and however many thousands of words, then, yeah, why wouldn't you kind of throw your hat in the ring and, and have a bit of a practice and a play with that sort of thing? Yeah, and I think if you go in with that, uh, you know, that view that it's not about necessarily winning, like the winning's a bonus, obviously. We all want to win. Um, But then you're not disappointed either. Like at the end, you're not not like, oh, that was a waste of time. Well, it's not a waste of time if you use what you've created wisely. So if you leverage the fact that you're a finalist, you know, add it to your email signatures, put it on your on your Facebook page, put it on your website, use it in your, you know, send out a media release to whether it's your local community or someone else, but make sure that you're taking people on the journey with you. Because again, we, we normally nice human beings or kind human beings like to see other people's success as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like people, and I think that's the other thing that stops us sometimes. We have that whole tall poppy, oh, I don't want to look like I'm big nighting myself. Like (laughs) as long as you're genuine in how you come across, and I think this is for anything we do in marketing, um, as long as you're genuine and how you're coming across, then people can pick up that energy. Like, but if you are big noting yourself, then that comes across too. Yeah. So, but I think just don't, yeah. don't be afraid to share that journey or to go, oh, you know, we're a bit unsure, yeah. but we went for it anyway. And it actually ended up being, you know, one of the best things we did. Yeah. And that's the feedback I get all the time, actually. Yeah. It's one of the, you know, every time someone is just would go, oh. And even I had the lady the other day who said, I'm really glad I didn't win actually because you know, what the winner had to do was a bit full on for where I am in my business, <laughs> yeah. but all the connections she got, she's been yeah. now asked to, you know, be a speaker at events and it's opened up relationships that she didn't think was possible. So I definitely think the the benefits outweigh the time and the energy yeah. that, that may go into, yeah, entering awards. Well, I'm sold. I just want to go and find things to apply for now. <laughs> That's been so awesome chatting with you, Gemma. So let um, tell us how can we get our hands on this nifty, beautiful thing of yours that shows us which ones we could or should be applying for. Okay, so this is an ever-evolving list of business awards that I just put together as soon when once I see them. So you just need to go to redsparkcommunications.com slash business hyphen awards and calendar and I'll give you that the show notes we'll put it in the show notes to make sure I've got that right but um that's it's just a google doc I tend to update it once a month or if there's lots happening it is a quiet time of year um but there is one open now and Claire you may want to go for it. it's called the small business champions um and that closes in early February even though you've got heaps going on but that's one that's open at the moment for everyone if they want to have a go Sounds amazing. I can't wait to go and check it out. And I, yes, definitely think it'll form part of my strategy, if not everyone else who's listening, hopefully, strategy in the very near future. So, look, it's been so helpful, such an awesome chat um, to have. And I think for, especially for us recovering perfectionists, that um, hopefully that's sort of given us some tools and some confidence to just put our hat in the ring, see what's out there, have a bit of a practice. Um, and not necessarily be in it to win it, but be in it for all the other beautiful benefits and be strategic about how we're reusing that content um, and how we are, you know, extending the life of that submission and that sort of thing. So thank you so much for joining us. It's been an awesome chat. Thank you for having me, Claire. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks.